Fuck. All right, are you about ready? Let me get a fruit tree in my mouth first. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> Almost suck it for 25 minutes. That's great. If I keep this in, this is Will eating a fruit chew. I'm making sure to put a little extra stank on it, too. I can tell. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you get. You're not eating the <laughs> <laughs> near a microphone. Hmm. <laughs> that's, what, that's what ASMR is busy. It's just going, mm. Oh, it has that. <laughs> Pass me back that lighter quick. <laughs> I mean, maybe I should eat the other one, and I should say, "Have hey, how do you feel about this?" No. And the answer is <laughs> Bert Reeve. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Phil is a doctor, but he's a doctor of philosophy. <laughs> doctor <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> doctor philosophy. Uh, you know, I could have named uh, I could have named Finn Peeve. Why would you have named him Peeve? Because then I could tell everybody, hey, that's my pet Peeve. Mm. That's good, right? <laughs> it's something. It's something. It's something. It's absolutely something. Hey there, listeners. Hi. Welcome to Late Night Lobotomies. It's one of those podcasts that's good for both sides of your brain and the goo in between. We're recording during the day today, which means legally you have to listen to this late at night. Mm-hmm. If the sun is still up, you're not following the rules of the pod and you must unsubscribe now. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. That's how we run a business. I'm your host, Ev Tryon, joined by my buddy Wiggles. Hi, it's me, Hi, Wiggles. Wiggles. I need a fun nickname since you got Wiggles. We'll find it. Giggles? They who remain? <laughs> Kylo them? Kylo them. <laughs> I think we'll find it. I think it needs to be more organic. <laughs> Oh, really? although Kylo them might be something. Yeah, hey, Kylo <laughs> them. That's somewhat organic. I came up with it a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you, Will? I'm okay. How about you, Ev? I am living the dream, my friend. The American fucking dream. Wow, we Mm-hmm. We had a great long conversation about politics and how fucked our country is this morning. Mixed in with a lot of Star Wars and Twilight talk, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't talk politics too much, because foreshadowing, it's one of my pet peeves. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, it just feels good to go on a rant. Yeah. Get things off our chest. But yeah, thankfully it did take that turn towards Star Wars and Marvel and Twilight. And, the important uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had a really heated... It was rehashing a conversation from last night, a heated conversation about Kristen Stewart. Specifically her performance in the original Twilight film. More like Kersantin Stewart with that acting. Am I right, Book of Boba Fett fans? Am I? <laughs> Presumably so true. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we might have to 
rediscuss that on the podcast soon. It was. Well, I mean, we'll have to finish it. I don't know if there is a finishing that. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't like it as a as a. Oh, you mean the movie? I thought yeah. you meant the the, um, the discussion. Oh no, I feel like that had a good conclusion. Yeah, no, I feel like I mean we should talk about Twilight on the podcast. I think sure, maybe we'll see. I think that'd uh, be a great one for us especially to discuss. Yeah, as big we, fans, we would have to have Isabel on too. Yeah, we would have to. All I'll say is you're lucky. You're all lucky. That I am not hostile about Star Wars. Yeah. I could make all of your lives a living hell with the knowledge that I possess. Have you heard of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? A few hundred times. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. You did. You did. You're supposed to say no, and I'm supposed to say I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. Well. But Will, if I were to give you a seat on the Jedi Council, but not grant you the rank of Master... What would you call that? Uh, I mean, that has never happened in the history of the Jedi Council. Never. Especially never. not to someone so young. Never. It's all a farce. What were they thinking? <laughs> Why would they even, like, what do they get out of doing that to Anakin other than the ability to make him pissed and feel weird and like an outsider? Hey, I mean, you, you got Sam Jackson. You got to have a reason to have him give a scolding, a scolding glare and tell someone to sit down. And that was their avenue for that. Yeah, otherwise he's just a very steady character who's just kind of around and like, again, it's not his fault. I know he really wanted to be in Star Wars, but yeah, Mace Windu is not an interesting character. Yeah, even in Clone Wars, there's not just not a whole lot of special stuff about about Mace Windu. You could argue that he is directly responsible for mass genocide, mass galactic genocide by not granting Anakin the rank of master. But you could also argue that Qui-Gon is the cause of all of this because he rescued a little slave boy. I might say it was Anakin or even the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> the people who are more directly pulling the strings. You don't think it's one of the most pure Jedi of all time, Qui-Gon Jinn? I, so, like, I know it's like the Red Letter Media Mr. Plinkett review thing, but it always has bothered me that Qui-Gon is, like, the the master and obi-wan is the young padawan yeah but obi-wan and that phantom menace is like so much more put together and qui-gon's <laughs> always like let's do something crazy and obi-wan's like geez boss i don't know <laughs> hey that's i mean qui-gon was a unusual member of the jedi council he was he was breaking the rules before it was cool to break the rules and what did that get him killed <laughs> yeah yeah but you know they say in in ahsoka that she's from a long line of unusual Jedi. And I never thought about it that deeply until then, but she was trained by Anakin. Anakin was trained by Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is trained by Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon trained by Count Dooku. Count Dooku trained by Yoda. Yoda. So tell me about any other training chain. Hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like the only hmm. characters in unusual. And then it does splinter off into, you know, Rey and Ben Solo and... All of them, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll think about it. Okay. I'll think about it. Okay. (laughs) Any other really significant lines of Jedi? But uh, but no, that not getting the rank of master. That seemed to be one of Anakin's uh pet peeves. It made him so mad. The only thing he could do was to kill children about it. (laughs) Yeah. Classic series. Oh, it really is. Today, over here on this patch of internet, we call late night lobotomies. We're talking about our biggest pet peeves. 
Ugh. We all got them. It's annoying. It's frustrating. The world sucks. Ugh. It just gets under our skin sometimes. There's, there's big sources of unhappiness out there, such as the Civil War. When will it end? When will it end? <laughs> and uh, those are made for discussions on other podcasts, because today we're getting into the nitty gritty, the tiny ground level annoyances that drive us up a goddamn wall. Yeah. I'm already upset. I'm already angry, and we haven't started yet. I was being slanderous of Star Wars, but we were just getting fired up. Yeah, you know, you're one of the few people that is slanderous about Star Wars, but knows a shit ton about Star Wars. <laughs> I've done my homework. <laughs> so I, have, I always have fun. I'll slander Star Wars right along with you, my friend. It's always a good time with you. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Well, Will, do you want to tell me something that yucks your yum? I got a little list here. All right. A little preparation. So this is a, a co-worker yucks my yum. Okay. It's happened consistently in every job I've ever had. There's always been this person. Okay. Did but, we have this person when we worked together at Unnamed Record Store? Not as much. Okay. I think they kind of existed, but I think they might have been more on your side than mine with okay. how management split it all up. Yeah, I'll tell you if that's the yeah. case. But I, there's a, an archetype that tends to show up everywhere I work, and I'm all workers' rights. I've never really felt like me or my staff, wherever I've worked, has been treated as well as we should. Yeah. But the person who... Complains the most and works the least. Ooh, yeah. Oh, just gets under my skin. It's like, yeah, I know it sucks. I know it's not great. Yeah. But I'm watching you not help. Mm-hmm. And I need some help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're telling me why it sucks. So stop it and help. Yeah. Oh, I truly, I, I, I don't really mind an employee that doesn't do anything, but fully knows that they don't do anything. If you're gaming the system and like. Yeah. You, I, if you're here. Just to collect a paycheck and, you know, I would rather do it all myself than have you half-ass it or do it and then complain about how much there is to do. Yeah, if you're talking about what you're owed mm-hmm. and I know you're not doing anything. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe you're back owed, but like we still got stuff to do. If you're here and we're just both watching each other, watch you see how far you can get away with this. Yeah. It's a little easier to endure because I know you're not trying to stick around either. Yeah. And. That, you know, there's a time and a place for I don't get paid enough to do this. Yeah. And it can't be everything. It can't <laughs> you, be every moment. Because there yeah. are there absolutely are instances in jobs like that. And you should stand up for yourself. If it really is something that you are not getting paid enough to do or it wasn't in your job description, something like that. But recently at, at my work, we have a, uh, a mouse infestation in the basement. And this basement looks like it had a. a a twister go through it it has stuff from previous businesses it's it's just a storage room of of trash and then like a third of it we use for actual storage and the task came up to clean out this basement Mm -hmm. i worked on it for about an hour before we ran out of space in the dumpster out back and there was still a good 90 percent of stuff left (laughs) had to had to get tossed um there was mouse poop everywhere it, the air is stuffy, the stuff is moldy, disgusting. And I called my boss and I didn't tell him that I don't get paid enough. I told him that doing this, as you asked me, is physically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> There's not space to put all of this garbage. And yeah. to be frank, I'm I I'm not gonna be touching shit with a bunch of mouse shit all over it. That I don't get paid enough to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'll- to handle stuff that a hazmat team should <laughs> should be here for. 
And I'll speak like I personally work with somebody right now to just to keep the story simple. Basically, this coworker only works very part time hours. Mm -hmm. And so she's not kept super in the loop on all the changes that are very frequent with where we work. Mm -hmm. So she asks questions constantly. And sometimes it's stuff that's very day one information. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, why don't you know this? Yeah. And I know that most of the time it really is, you know, she questions it. She wants to be 100% sure before setting somebody off with the wrong information. Mm -hmm. And honestly, she doesn't complain that much. Mm hmm. But I would prefer a person who complains while asking a thousand questions to make sure they're doing it right. Yeah. To somebody who like, and this is another real one, just tells me, man, we got too much work to do while they watch me do the work <laughs> yeah. and just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, like, I've absolutely had people like that. I don't know if if I did at Unnamed Record Store. Yeah, no, that staff was odd, but everybody kept moving. There was definitely the... Uh, a, a person that would do the easiest task and take a long time with an easy task yeah. while complaining about how much there is to do or like the fun stuff we would make buttons there we had a button maker and i still have about a drawer full of them i still because, have some of those yeah. yeah i just no one else was making buttons and so i would spend my time it was the only uh way that i would say his name <laughs> but Mr. B, um, Mr. manager, B. uh, only way that he would let me, uh, be on the internet was if I was, he would catch me, oh. like, no, I'm getting pictures buttons. to put into this word doc to make buttons with, so, mm, clever, get off me, but, uh, yeah, she always got to do that task until, until she left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have a few that are related to driving. Oh, I have, yeah, a lot of driving opinions. Let's get yeah. into this. So, I love driving. I consider myself to be a great driver. I've been driving the same lovely 2007 Jeep Wrangler for 10 years. Wow. 10 years now. It's the car I learned how to drive in. Uh, it was my first car, still driving it. That is quite the she's accomplishment, honestly. I know. She's holding together. Yeah. She's a tough she's gal. She's in good shape. Jessie's a tough gal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since I quit drinking, I've been able to drive myself around in it at any time of day, which has been absolutely lovely. Hell yeah. And I'm in a pretty good mood when I'm driving. So, you know, I'll have a podcast playing, windows down, hair blowing in the wind. I can mm. take the top two panels off if I want, if it's, you know, if it's nice enough out. It's a hot ride. Yeah. So when someone does something to disrupt my good times, some some chump, some lazy Susan. What does it take? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. It's just things that happen all the time yeah that bug me so first one when people that are parked on the street open their doors to get out of their car when traffic is coming drives me crazy we live in a busy fucking city we already have narrow streets we've been wedging bike lanes in for years now and during the winter the streets get even narrower because the snow builds up on the sides you, you get a little you, extra curb going yeah, yeah. absolutely and there's people just like lottied off, flinging their doors open as if there's not cars going like 45 miles per hour, two feet from them. Yeah. Uh, on ice. On ice. Yeah. yeah. Any time of year. I, I truly don't understand it. It takes one driver distracted for a second or a single sneeze behind the wheel. And now at best you have one less door in your car. And at worst you're, you're gone dead because you couldn't wait a minute for traffic to stop. Yeah. Ugh. I've come inches from hitting car doors, Will. Inches. It's 
It's a real deal. Yeah, people are just really out here assuming that there isn't a single driver on the road who will never, you know, who will veer a couple inches to the right. That's all it takes. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Should I keep going with some drive, some more driving ones? I mean, I, I, I guess I don't really have a lot of pet peeves about pedestrian type stuff. Okay. Once you're on foot, once you're getting on foot, it's my job not to hit you. Yeah. I, well, okay. One of mine is pedestrian related. Okay. It's similar to okay. the car door thing. Yeah. When people are waiting to cross the street and they're like halfway off of the uh, the sidewalk mm. or they're like right there, it's the same thing. I guarantee every busy intersection in this city has at least one car jump the curb a little bit daily. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something you can just, you, you could probably like use it like a clock standing on certain corners because yeah. it's going to be to the minute. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's not me being worried that i'm gonna hit them no no it's just like i don't want to watch that happen i don't yeah, want that to happen to you tight turns all the time you look like you're gonna get your toes run over with every car that turns right now <laughs> yeah yeah it's like standing in the yellow zone when you're waiting for the train it's yeah it's not gonna get you there any faster you're just gonna get hit it's only opening the door to miss opportunity mm-hmm. I, I would get mad about people doing this stuff when i was driving drunk <laughs> I would always think like, God damn, you guys are so lucky. I'm great at driving drunk. (laughs) No, that's not something you should be good at. But, you know, it's like we're both being dumb right now, but you're going to still be dumb when you wake up in the morning. And you're lucky for it. And you're lucky for it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll do one final driving related one. All right. Hit me. I want to hit it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. When people don't stay in their turn lane, like when you're in the far right lane and you turn but you turn into the closer one do you know what i'm saying yeah there's two lanes and you turn and you go into lane number one rather than lane number two that you're already in when people don't stay in their shoot yeah 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 absolutely yeah this happens to me on on the ways that i both get onto and off of the freeway to come here to the point that I like I stay away. I stay the fuck away from anyone turning in those lanes because I know yeah. that if I wasn't me, if I wasn't a responsible driver like I am, they would just be merging into people nonstop. Yeah. And sometimes I stand my ground and give them a, you know, a real nice honk. But that's really only if I'm feeling spicy. <laughs> are you a road ragey person? Yeah. I, uh, we, we are a podcast based out of Minnesota. Minnesota does not have any mandatory, mandatory defensive driving courses. I didn't know that was a thing. It is in some states. I've been told in Arizona, it's like essential. Like you are not allowed to get a license without taking it. It, When my girlfriend came from Texas, she said her favorite thing about Minnesota drivers is how they just had their own rules. (laughs) It was, uh, it's interesting to drive on the freeway here because everybody kind of operates on their own line. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm a pretty good driver in the sense that I'm pretty good at reading it. But when you got three lanes and a four lane road and all three of those lanes are going the same speed. Uh Oh, you know, I'm sitting right back there going. (laughs) (laughs) Drives me nuts. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm one of my like just general autonomy things is like 
I will never get over how well the American highway system, as far as design, could work yeah. if Americans could be good drivers collectively. It's almost like we built it for military purposes in World War II. I mean, it, it, there's a few exits and, and on-ramps where it gets so backed up. It'll get backed up for literal miles sometimes. And it's because people see it start backing up, go, I'm going to cut this line off right at the last second. And then an entire second row of traffic has to get cut off, which means now people are doing it on the third end of it. Mm -hmm. And that, if they don't get on that exit, they're not even headed the right direction anymore. They're headed south instead of north. Yeah. So it's all very tight and stressful. <laughs> and it's one of those things of if we all stop doing this and we all just started going the speed limit right now at the same time, we'd just be there. Yeah. It is a... Uh, Driving drives me nuts. It makes me realize how much human beings can't work together. And I'm sure if we could all, you know, Elon Musk, brain chimp, neural link, if we could just have the cars drive themselves in a reasonable way, we could really greatly reduce the size of highways. Mm -hmm. But every American needs to have a car and every American is an awful driver. And most of them. Yeah. Most of the ones in Minneapolis pretty bad. At least we're not Wisconsinites. Mm -hmm. There's something else, yeah. in my opinion. You hear that, Wisconsin? Them damn Scotties. Or have you not learned how to listen yet? Yeah, there's something. You know what else gets me is when people drive in my blind spot. I so yeah. And then it and then it, in turn it bugs me when I'm driving with someone and they don't check their blind spot when they merge. <sighs> yeah, that really irks me because it, it's it happens all the time and I see it people doing it to other people all the time too it's you you know it's like they are lining up their front axle with their rear axle it, and that is it, that, what's that's the what plan? they teach you in driving school that is, is the blind spot don't be it, there yeah if yeah. you're if the front of your car is kind of even with where the back of theirs is and you're in a different lane that person cannot see you unless they're smart and they turn their head around like me that and anytime somebody doesn't use a blinker i will say Nice blinker. Even if I'm by myself and the music is so loud yeah. I can't hear myself, I'll say it. <laughs> like, I am the type where when I pull out of my spot in the parking lot of Target, I got a blinker on to indicate which way I'm coming out of that spot. Mm -hmm. I will turn it on to pull out of the garage. Mm -hmm. I don't care where I am. If I'm turning <laughs> the blinkers on, because why shouldn't it be? Yeah. Why shouldn't it be? Just use your blinker. Yeah, there's times that I even think about it when I'm, you know, driving home late at night or something. I'm the only car on the road. It crosses my mind to not do my blinker, but then I'm like, well, if I'm thinking about it, I should just do it. Yeah, do just do blinker. it. Yeah. <laughs> what about the weirdo on his bike with no reflective gear who's about to just yes. try to pass you? Yeah. Oh, you used your blinker. Mm -hmm. He's going to live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, folks, important fact. If your blinkers are out, the hand signs that you have to do, if you don't have blinkers, do yeah, this yeah. and you will... Avoid getting pulled over. Uh, it's your left arm straight out the window if you're turning left, and then your left arm bent upwards facing the sky if you're turning, turning right. right. Yeah, just Always like on a bike. That. Yep, 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 yep. Do you... I, I don't know if I've ever yelled at anybody from my car. Huh. Have you? Oh, I... Uh... I think it's when I was on my way to meet you at the theater for Cocaine Bear. Yeah. There was a four-way jam at the entrance to the ramp because somebody was like... I don't even need to describe the traffic, but I sat there and I just screamed. And I bet of those three other cars, at least two of them could hear me based <laughs> on their faces. Just full chest, just ah, because it was like 
it's just another one of those things of if we all just got smart for two seconds and stopped all trying to inch forward, yeah. any one of us could get through and alleviate the entire issue. Uh, and I can't back out because somebody's behind me. You screaming sounds really scary. I've never heard you like yell in an angry way. Uh, just the thought of that. It's like <laughs> thinking about like one of my parents screaming. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, growing up with not a lot of yelling and then hearing any adult that <laughs> I love and loves me yell is just oh, fair enough. so scary. It's something I do for me. Like it's, I don't scream at people. I wasn't trying to get at them. It's one of those, like, I feel the stress setting in. I feel mm -hmm. it creep across my scalp. I'm like, oh no, I'm actually about to get like stressed about this. Mm -hmm. And then I, I just, I expend the energy. I push it out of my body. I make a real loud noise and uh -huh. I feel a little more in control for it. And then I drive into my parking spot and we watch Cocaine Bear. Yes, you you don't go shoot up your local post office. Christ, no, and no. I'm nowhere near it. <laughs> oh, what's another one of yours? Okay, so this is another really arbitrary, off-the-wall thing. I hate going to RenFest <laughs> and seeing people in costumes that are, like, really asynchronous. What do you mean? Where it's like, oh... Everybody's dressed up as knights or, you know, just kind of period piece costumes. Yeah. And then you get like a guy in a Master Chief from Halo outfit <laughs> or Yoshi from Mario or a Stormtrooper from Star Wars. And it's like, yeah, I get you spent money on this costume, whether yeah. it's 500 bucks or 20. But like, to I, me, yeah, it just. Yeah. All eyes are on you. You did it. You you wore your Michael Myers outfit. <laughs> For some reason to Renfest. Get it? Because it's not Ren. Because it's spooky and stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I don't know. It. I did I did have that thought. I'll be honest. I have been to the Ren Fair, I believe, twice. Okay. Maybe just once, actually. I think I've only been once. Uh, and I didn't have enough time to think of and put together a costume. And I really felt out of place. You know, just being there in, like jeans and my boots and a leather jacket oh i don't that doesn't bug me at all no i know but yeah but i'm i'm saying that i felt so out of place that i was like well i should dress up next year but i don't i don't you know i'm not a lord of the rings fan game of thrones blah, you don't blah, blah, got any of the gear i don't like I, yeah i don't yeah. have any of the gear renaissance -y stuff has never really been my thing so i considered maybe i'll be maybe i'll put my boba fett costume on and i'm happy that i didn't because yeah. maybe I would have seen you there, and <laughs> well, I, I just sort of rolled I my eyes, petted your peeve. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, I want everybody there to have a good time, and it's whatever. At the Do end you... of the day, I know that, but oh, there's something about it that is so lame to me. Do you dress up? For no, it? not really. Mm -hmm. I have like when I was in college, I wore things a couple times. Nowadays, I usually just go in street clothes because like people who are in period stuff cool show it off yeah make your thing whatever show up and if you don't have that if you're not into it if you're not into dressing up you can't afford it but you can't afford to go show up in your street clothes that's yeah. fine we're and all we're all here together when you make the effort to show up in something like that it just mm -hmm. it rubs me the wrong way yeah it's not what we're here to do and i get that like they're not going to tell you to go away at the door <laughs> and probably two or three people are gonna be like oh cool yeah but now, if you put a you've heard me now. I'm not going to come up to you at the Ren Fair, but now you've heard me. <laughs> if you see a tall, dark figure scowling at you from across the pond, <laughs> yeah, bright red cloak, yeah. yeah. But if you put a 
ren a renaissance theme onto a stormtrooper costume that would be really cool like a stormtrooper like it a, a knight's a knight's outfit knight's armor but it's a storm it's a metal stormtrooper helmet you're giving me a look like this doesn't sound cool it i'm gonna look up cool pictures of renaissance stormtrooper after this and i'm gonna blow your goddamn mind girl like it I remember going to Barnes and Noble and they had these figures next to like the trading card stuff and the nerd books. Mm -hmm. And one of them that I looked at a dozen times was some sort of samurai mold of Darth Vader about the size of a Barbie. Sick. Beautiful. Well articulated. 60 bucks or whatever. Darth Vader's uh, appearance based on samurai armor. Yeah. Lame as hell still to me. I don't know. (laughs) Like for a crossover for... For you to take one thing and just be like, oh, but now I'm going to throw this aesthetic at it. For it to really, I don't know what it takes for me. I'm really picky about that okay. stuff, I guess. All right. If you go to the Ren Fair and street clothes, though, you will get made fun of. That's never happened Jeff. to me. Really? Mm-mm. Okay, because that's all that made me really want to dress up the next time I did it. Because I was just in my street clothes and so many jesters made foolery of me. Oh, well, imagine if you'd been a Star Wars character. Yeah. <laughs> I could have blasted him with yeah. the force. Jester's privilege, you're not allowed. <laughs> All right. All right. Will, how do you feel about kids? I like kids. Mm-hmm. I do too, but I can't stand rowdy kids. Yeah. I love yeah. kids. Kids are great. Funny people. Funny, Funny people. Funny people. But a bad kid is just about the most insufferable type of person on the planet. To find a bad kid for me, Ev. Well... This is uh, also my weekly customer at work update that I forgot to do last week. Maybe not last week. Maybe a different week ago. I well, had to th- kick... this is your weekly customer update. Yes. <laughs> I had to kick a family uh, out at work the other night. Rowdy kids in any setting is infuriating, but I work at a smoke shop, folks. Technically, kids aren't even allowed. You, like, there's that zero to 12 range where... I know that the parents aren't buying stuff for their kids. And if your kids are well-behaved, that's great. Well, or you pray that parents aren't buying stuff for their kids. They're not. Yeah. I've I've known some of these people since before they had kids. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, if they're well-behaved, go for it. I have no problem with you bringing them in. There's one, I have one little homie. He comes in and we talk about SpongeBob. And I love it. Yeah, I, I let the good kids take candy, too. We sell candy there. I'm always like, hey. Take a sucker. See, I like kids, people. I like kids, kids is all right. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a peaceful night at work by myself, and this family comes in. I've seen them before. I don't like them or their kids. There's a mom, a dad, two kids that are probably four and six, and a crying baby on top mm. of all of it. And I'm immediately thinking, okay, how do I get these guys out of my stores <laughs> as soon as possible? So right away, I ask, what can I get you guys? And the mom goes, we're just looking. Great. Uh, Oh, so you're here to not shop. You're here to make a mess. Yeah. The kids, the kids split, run in different direction. And the mom pulls out a bag of McDonald's with two burgers in it and realizes that the burgers have cheese in them, which is apparently grounds for tears with these children. Mm. Not not cheese lovers. So the mom starts peeling the cheese off of the burgers and pieces of it are falling on the floor. Great. Uh, She starts yelling at the kids and basically like shoves the burgers at them. The kids are upset. They're trying to pick the cheese, the rest of the cheese off of their burgers all over their hands. They get distracted, of course, and 
just start putting their hands everywhere. They're going, they're touching products, they're touching gl- the glass. There's so much glass in oh. that store. It's a smoke shop. It's, you know, 75% glass cases. This is activating my anxiety and my hater energy. This is brutal. It's, oh, <laughs> so disgusting. And so I'm I'm over it at this point. And I asked them again, are you guys going to buy anything? And the mom like kind of snaps at me and she goes, I said, you just, I said, we're just looking. And I was like, all right, you know what? We're not doing this. You guys can leave. She hits me with, excuse me. I'm like, you guys can leave. Your kids are messing up my store. You're yelling at them and you're not even here to buy anything. And yeah. It's like, are you serious? Yep. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Locked out. <laughs> Those types of kids. And it's, and it's just compounded by the fact that their parents yell at them. I know it's tough being a parent. I can't imagine how hard it is to be a parent. Yeah. But a parent yelling at their kid in public is just about the worst look you can have. <laughs> it's also one of those, like, I don't know, you got to recognize it doesn't work for you. You got to recognize it's not what anybody else is doing. If you yeah. check any resources, you'll find that that is not going to be the best working answer. It mm-hmm. Parenting is very tough. I'm not saying this like, yeah, you should just be on it 100% all the time. Mm-hmm. But it seems like there's people where that's just the plan. They just wake up and it's like, this is what we're doing today. We're treating it like this all the time. Yeah. Did you even want to be a parent? No. Do you want to be a parent? These are not criteria for becoming a parent. (laughs) This is why we need standardized testing for parents. All eugenics action. (laughs) I call it nugenics. Oh. No, just kidding. No. There should be a competency test no there should there should just be more aid for parents in the country like there should be more support it it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be a oh here's the bill and good luck yeah we could uh we could have teachers also be babysitters in their off hours and we'll pay them the same we should pay them less at that point yeah yeah definitely it's the kids the kids is the payment really exactly (laughs) you know what you think of your favorite teacher growing up uh-huh. Imagine imagine how they touched you and how much it must have been rewarding for them to have known how they impacted your life, how they touched <laughs> your, your way of learning. That's better than money. Just have them move in with the teachers. Hey, I was, you know, I was one of those students, I think, that that teachers really saw the sparkle in my eye. Yeah. I made a couple teachers cry giving speeches about them. Wow. Yeah. Very impactful. If I if I ever win the lottery or this podcast becomes super famous, millionaire famous. I'm going to give each of every teacher I ever had a million dollars. Whoa. <laughs> Except for Miss Pikert, who I, <laughs> who I hope is rotting in the ground. Yee. She was my elementary school uh, music teacher and was just the meanest old lady. She was she's a caricature of a witch. Oh, she was mean to every she was mean to the uh, the special needs class as well. Saw that a lot. Mm and i hope she's dead yeah <laughs> i hope she's dead and she's not getting a million dollars that's devastating i'll burn a million dollars on her grave <laughs> we would keep the tempo she would have her arms up doing like the the conductor thing and we would keep the tempo by her wiggly arm flaps <laughs> she was really old she made us watch uh what's that uh, sound of, sound of music she made us watch sound of music what felt like once a week she kind of just had her miss piker days where Maybe she had a little bit too much, you know, Miss Pikert lemonade <laughs> last night. I don't know. 
<laughs> she's an old lady. I don't know what old ladies drink. And uh, she would just make us watch Sound of Music. So I've seen that movie more times than any movie I've ever seen. And I hate that about myself. Oof. Pet peeve, Miss Pikert. Coming <laughs> out of the woodwork. <laughs> Sounds like, yeesh. Full hater energy here today. Yeah, you know it. Tell me more about you, Will. What uh, What's grinding your gears? <laughs> All right. So this is like open world game, adventure game, video game trope cool. mechanic that has Ooh, shown up. We're I'm just so talking excited. about this one because like in my off time, I'm a gamer. There's no way around it. I'd say in your off time, you answer phone calls. I think <laughs> in your on time, you're a gamer. Something like that. But not always. <laughs> Either way. I don't know which game we have to blame for this initially. I think it might have been one of the Assassin's Creed games. Great. But walking around while someone tells you something, and they're oh. not the same speed as oh you. Oh my god. And there's like not really a good way to just like hold the stick or the button or anything. Yeah. And it's there's no challenge. Uh, you know, And if, they're if walking you, so slow. Yeah, they're walking slower than your basic, like, how you would walk around normally yeah and you know maybe there's a fight at the end of it and if you lose the fight you have to do the whole walk again yes because you know this was you know before checkpointing was good by the yep. eighth generation that's, or whatever what, like um, conversations and car rides was for grand theft auto games that <laughs> that might be an earlier version car of it. at the end of it and then you have to drive across the whole city having the same conversation <laughs> yeah it yeah because your your sprint speed is faster than them but your normal speed is slower than them <laughs> there's a few basic just rules of games that i think it really breaks down and one of those is like all right so game having a story i got no problem with that i know some games with some great stories but ultimately this is a mechanical endeavor you're doing something mm -hmm. and the action of moving in some games is the game mm -hmm. but it's never these games <laughs> no. these games are just like let's just focus on this little thing so you can listen yeah and then meanwhile rather than rather than pay for the motion capture for a cutscene. <laughs> yeah or you know give you an optional log to read whatever yeah. <laughs> it the other thing too and this is just a game design concept that i've heard referred to a number of times that i think is true of almost anything is once you've given somebody the mechanics of a game once you've taught somebody how to do it mm -hmm. once you've let somebody feel the system mm -hmm. Slowing a player down always feels bad. Yes. No matter is, sorry, go ahead. if it's a card game, mm -hmm. if it's a video game. Poker in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. If MJ missions in Spider-Man. If you're playing football, uh -huh. like <laughs> the worst part of any game is where you feel like you can move, but the least ever is when you're the yeah, is when you're feeling the most stuck. You get to walk around in the locker room as Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. So in, to a meeting. <laughs> yeah. So when you be, when you slow down the focus of a game to all right, listen to this thing, and we're gonna be frustrating about it. Yeah. I don't know how that became a trend. I haven't played a game where I've had to do it in a while, but that's partially because I make a yeah. point to avoid games where that could happen at this point. Yeah. So what I really liked about Red Dead Redemption 2 is that so there's a there's a lot of conversations on horseback as you're going to destinations. It's a it's a very dialogue heavy game. Yeah. But you're still doing stuff. But it does give you the option if you just hold down a button, your horse will match the speed of the person you're talking to. It'll loosely follow the um the road and you can switch it into cinematic mode and then you don't have to control it at all it'll just follow it for you 
that sounds brilliant, right? Like, why didn't we think of this? <laughs> what a what a beautiful workaround to a man made problem for gaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, genuinely, that sounds quite nice. Where you could just really genuinely turn it into a cutscene if you do not want to interact yeah. beyond yeah sure and, take you, me along you never give a fuck about what the person is saying when you're having to focus on running up to this point waiting for them to catch up it's just frustrating at that point <laughs> whatever they're what, whatever they're saying you want it to be over yeah yeah what, uh, what really gets me too is if characters have the same uh walk pattern that's what it's called right the, uh, sorry the same walk animation like the same walk cycle yeah yeah yeah, yeah but that was a red dead redemption one problem there was a lot of walking next to characters where it, you just look like your clones yeah next to it was each very other. goofy looking yeah <laughs> yeah animating walking is so hard for what it's worth i'll just give them that of yeah. like i don't think i don't think there's any part of the human body that's quite as hard to represent without looking insane i remember when grand theft auto 5 was was coming out one of the big things i was like really hyped about and what seemed like a big deal at the time was three characters and they all have different walk walk animations yeah. That blew my mind. It honestly really sells them in that game. It's a, it was it was, mm -hmm. it was a key detail. It was, it was. All right, one of mine is a very common Midwestern thing I've found. It's the adding s's onto the end of names of stores. Oh, we've upgraded that to a pet peeve now. That is a pet peeve. Okay. What did it used to be? Just An thought, observation. <laughs> at, at one point, it was just something you pointed out, and I went, "Wow, yeah, that yeah. is." Very true, and now okay. Yeah, so we have the grocery store chain Aldi here, but uh, most people say Aldi's. That drives me crazy. We have a great uh, Italian restaurant called Cassetta, and I grew up calling it Cassetta's. It was only into in my teen years that I actually read the sign one time. And it wasn't it's until not you, Cassetta's. Yeah, it wasn't until you told me it wasn't Cassetta's that I had any idea. Yeah, yeah. all kind of Cubs. I've never heard anyone say Cubs. You've never heard anyone say Cubs? No. I've heard that. Okay. Yeah, that's just, I guess, a Minnesotan thing, and it uh, drives me crazy. Mm. It's not Aldi's. Aldi. <laughs> Although there are two Aldi's. There's two, quite a few of two them. Two brothers. Oh. Mm -hmm. Hit me with huh. another one, Will. All right. So I am a person with some allergies. You are inhibited. Yeah, with some really aggressive fragrances, I get really sick mm -hmm. it shuts me down it yeah. gives me the full-on bad day it really does i've seen it and irl it, up close <laughs> yeah we went to see uh the uh the, the wonderful australian film talk to me talk to me that's australian <laughs> that was australian that's how they talk down under now i'm gonna do my sexy southern accent mm -hmm. howdy <laughs> yeah and uh the guy sitting next to me was just doused in something yeah it I, was i had to hold my hand over my face and like lean away <laughs> and it, it it was an instant headache the second i moved my hand and it's one of those things of again pet peeve you chose to walk out the door like this yeah it's i i get a lot of people at work sometimes where i i can smell them the second they walk in the door it, and it's like and it's not bo it's, right at least it's not a bad smell that's i mean that's also one of my pet peeves it's if if you can smell someone too much i mean like any amount of bad smell is gross but there's a very fine line of cologne and you know like Assault. i wear cologne <laughs> and to smell like some of those people i would have to put it on my entire body yeah you'd have to, have to like to be a little drench of it yeah, would, yeah. I would mix it in with my lotion <laughs> like, there's been times i've walked into the bathroom after you've gotten ready for work and i've been like you know what i'm gonna go to the bathroom in 20 minutes and then i come back and it's fine yeah this guy was like 
killing me. Yeah. It was lethal for the whole film. It just <laughs> never went away. Yeah, it was bothering me too. And I couldn't, I didn't know that you were struggling the whole time until the end of the movie because much like how we drive, we are very respectful moviegoers. Yeah, I'm not trying to give this guy a hard time, but good lord. It, no, if you're out there, we're giving you a hard time. Sir. Yeah, right now through this podcast, you really you really made that hard to enjoy. Unsubscribe. Yeah. I don't know. It really gets me. It, like you saying like, oh, B.O.'s bad. I can say this very earnestly for how far it affects me. I'll take the worst B.O. anybody's got over too much cologne any day of the week. I'm, I, the, I'm the opposite on that. No, but I, I but I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. If it, you know, like B.O. smells bad, but if cologne gets onto the insides of your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, this is like with I've I've smelled people with B.O. so bad. It makes me want to like it makes me go down to my knees. Yeah, I'm, the cologne will actually bring me there. That will just be like, oh, I can't be upright anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to watch that movie at home. Yeah. I'm so happy that I work at a place that sells incense and smoke odor sprays and candles and stuff because we could have incense lit in the store anytime because there are people that i can still smell 10 minutes after they've left the store that's real yeah it 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 sticks in the air i do not get it like i want to go find people invite them back into the store and be like do you smell that that's from you no half an hour ago that's just that's the world to them at that point i guess or you're just completely nose blind and just have no idea what anything smells like mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, and it's uh, it is a lot of people that clearly have the means to not smell like shit. Yeah, you know I can forgive it when someone clearly doesn't have the means, but you know when someone's wearing nice clothes and still smells like a goddamn dumpster, <laughs> it's it's bizarre. Oh god, I have one that is dog related. I have a couple that are dog related. Okay. Because, you know, I have a very sensitive dog. And, a little baby boy. And, uh, you know, that's made me a sensitive dog owner. Well, you puppy senses. man. So I hate when people walk their dogs off leash, mm. especially in the city. I get it. If it's out in the country, I yeah. um, would do that with my parents and our, our family dog growing up. Uh, that was a, a Thanksgiving tradition, actually. We'd go to this big forest and the dog would be off leash and it was fine. No problem. Sometimes would run into other dogs, but like he was trained well enough, we'd call him, he would come back, he wouldn't run up to the other dogs. But people walking around a city with their dogs off leash, you know, whether it's at the beach or just like straight up on the sidewalks, it's so dangerous. Even the most well-trained dogs are going to get distracted by something. Yeah. A squirrel runs right in front of their face. That dog, you know, that's the most well-behaved smartest dog ever is still going to run into the street or potentially yeah yeah Yeah. and other dogs can run up to it i you know dogs love to come and sniff finn and finn isn't about it finn doesn't really like anything bigger than he is and i've had dogs run up and i have to scoop him up and everything and like oh so sorry blah 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 you just scared the shit out of both of us right now. You know, yeah. I don't know how what, what your dog is like. Especially not when, you know, when my dog is going to have a rough time and might trigger something in your dog and your dog is 50, 60 pounds. Yeah, yeah. it's BS. Yeah. Your dog might want to play up until Finn shows his teeth. Yeah. And then Finn is a little rag doll. <laughs> and what more are we supposed to do other than have him on the tight leash? Which mm-hmm. we do. We take good care of him. There's been so many times where people give me a weird look when I'm like, a block away scoop him up and walk past their dogs because mm-hmm. like 
when I'm holding him, when he doesn't have to look him in the eye, he does great. Yeah, he's just fine. If I have to walk past those two on- dogs on that leash, they're getting tied together. And mm-hmm. those two dogs will probably feel the need to defend themselves. And you yeah. know what? Smart dog, dog, dog co-owner. Yeah. Or whatever we want to call it. <laughs> like, I'm taking care of my boy. Peepoo. Yeah, Peepoo. Mm-hmm. I, we just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta respect that your dog's fun. Yeah. A lot of dogs are fun, but it doesn't mean they all like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and that leads into people, people then who come up and try to pet Finn. Yeah. Or try to say hi to Finn. And I get it. People aren't always around mean dogs. And, you know, yeah. Finn's not mean. Finn's very defensive. He's a he's a rescue. But he's you know, we just had to cut some audio out because he started snoring while he snuggled up in Will's lap here. He's. Just the sweetest little guy, but he doesn't trust strangers, and he's, I don't blame him. Yeah, he's 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 got one of those wires that's not quite right. Where yeah. it's he does it's not it's not a choice for him. Yeah, he goes zero to hundred because that's how he's built and that's how his brain is, and it's some kind of trauma that we don't know about. But mm-hmm. once he gets good, oh, he's completely he's great. He, he, and he takes you know he yeah. takes you know a couple days to a week to break in with someone new, but then he's totally great. But there are just people out there that think it's fine to run up to. You shouldn't do this to any dog. You no. should always ask the owner, "Can I pet your dog?" or "Can I give your dog a treat?" Announce yourself at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're gonna stick your hand out, put your put your uh, the back of your hand out first. Don't go for the go for their shoulder. Don't go for their face. Yeah, just great idea, especially with tiny dogs. Cause think about it. I mean, we're probably what fifteen times the size of Finn spooky if someone 15 times the size of you ran up to you speaking a language that you don't speak (laughs) and just immediately grabbed at your face yeah yeah that's terrifying yeah that's terrifying so yeah it's both with him and just people that don't really understand good dog etiquette it can be on the on the opposite side too though as well when people are too afraid of dogs i have people in the store that you know we allow dogs to come in and I've had customers come in and turn right back around. It's, you know, the sweetest dogs ever. My uh, buddy Marvin, who passed away, got his picture right here. He would always come and bring his dog Cedar to hang out. And there was people that were like, I'm not shopping here. <laughs> like, she's the sweetest little girl. She's fucking yeah. 110 years old and <laughs> isn't even going to wake up. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's made me really judgmental of, of how some people are around new dogs. Yeah. And... I guess another pet peeve on that note is just when people don't listen to me on how to get Finn to like you, because it's a it's a tried and true process. You it, got it, it down. It has a hundred percent success rate if you listen to what I say exactly. There's no there's no need to question <laughs> yeah. it. You got it. The math yeah. is done. I had a uh, an old roommate that uh, that messed with that a little bit. Finn was cool with her and was like almost cool with one of her friends. And she had that friend over while I was gone. And said, fuck it, I'll let Finn out. It'll probably be fine. Finn got spooked. She got spooked. Finn nipped her in the ankle. And he was never good with her again after that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That failed because they didn't listen. So yeah. hey, any listeners out there who want to meet Finn, just follow the rules, baby. Yeah. Be prepared to be here a lot before you get that chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you have any more? Do I you do. Have some more? I do. So. We're getting into my territory of like, this is the shit that gets me heated. Yeah. This is like, oh, fucking come on. Worse than driving, worse than cologne. 
Yeah, I mean, cologne is kind of different just because that's like such a physical reaction. But this is the stuff where it's like, I'll get mad and I'll start reveling in it. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is some real yeah, fuck this. Ruin your day type shit. I'm going to ruin my own day. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the invitation, <laughs> idiot. Look what you've done. Yeah. I, when somebody calls me mm-hmm. and I, I like, you know, I'm out doing something. I, for, I'm driving, whatever the hell's going on. Yeah. And I, I swipe down on that call and I say, nope, go to voicemail. Yeah. And then they call me back and I do Ugh. it again. And then I, they call me back and I do it again. <laughs> if I have to do that more than once, yeah, I'm like, it's going to be two days before I call you because I'm not going to want to <laughs> yell at you, but I'm ready. That is I don't really know why annoying. it gets me so bad, but if I'm not trying to answer my phone, the answer isn't going to be call again. Yeah. It just never will be. I also don't like when I get a call if I, you know, if I'm busy or something and I decline it and I'll text them say i'm busy what's up and then they text back call me <laughs> yeah i would have seen that you tried to call that i would have called you <laughs> exactly and that's the thing is like if i'm getting a call and i'm not answering the call i do not have time to text you yeah. and the number of times this has been done to me and like i've ultimately gotten back and they're just like oh well i called just because i wanted to make sure you're all right and it's like <laughs> What did you think was happening? I was being attacked and declining the call over and over. (laughs) What's going on? I'm falling and I can't get up. (laughs) And my phone's ringing. Someone to help me. Well, I don't want it to be mom. Decline. (laughs) Oh, her again? Someone else will call. Decline. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's something that particularly irks me. Mm -hmm. It, 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 It gets deep in my brain to just just want to pick up the phone and say stop calling and hang up (laughs) uh if if i ever really need to get on you for something i'll do that yeah (laughs) best results okay one that i really can't stand is when people take sports too seriously it's so obnoxious and this is another one like I get it. I used to be a big sports fan. I was a big Seattle Seahawks fan. I wore jerseys all the time and everything. I painted my face one year, did the whole thing. Have you ever been to Seattle? I never have, no. But now that um, my friends Hannah and Elliot are living out there, I hope to go there soon. Shouts out Hannah and Elliot. Hopefully that's a 2024 thing. Shouts out Hannah and Elliot. We love ya. We love ya. But yeah, seeing people actually get upset over sports or like Mm. when people riot after soccer games yeah stuff like that i just don't get it i really don't get it or you know if it's someone's entire personality that's rough that's really frustrating where especially when you don't play yeah yeah yep yeah if (laughs) if you know someone that always has something some sort of new england patriots merch on they're probably an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it's I but at the same time this is coming from someone who really is pretty much always has something Star Wars related on. Well, but that's fun. You know, like a Star Wars tattoo. My Star Wars tattoo is fun. If this was, you know, like a Kansas City Chiefs tattoo, there's no emotion. There's be, no lore yeah. to that. Yeah. I mean, there's emotion to 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 football, mm-hmm. but I, no, I, I'm with fun you. With it. Like, I yeah. have fun every time I watch sports, but without it, a doubt. If you're getting mad about it, there's something There's something about the way you're taking this in that's not yeah. not the way it should be. It's not as healthy as... You, you should be having a good time whether or not your team wins or loses. Yeah. And granted, this is coming from two Minnesotans, and if you know anything about professional sports, you know we're used to losing. Yeah. But it 
it's okay. Yeah, I they're going to lose. I wonder if there's any chance that we would be sports fans as adults if we lived in a in a state or a city with winning teams. I bet we would. I bet it's fun. Got to be fun. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Minnesota sports. We hosted the Super Bowl one year. That was kind of cool. We sure did. Yeah, we spent a lot of money on that. Built a whole stadium for it. Yeah. <laughs> Ran our city dry for it, didn't we, Will? Yeah, team's got to lose yeah. somewhere. Oh, that red line will get built one of these days. Yeah. One of these days. Why would you want that when the Vikings could lose in a bigger <laughs> room? Hey, the armory ended up looking kind of cool, though. Yeah. I like the armory. All right, another one that, uh, so this is like such a weird and specific thing. It started showing up for me when I was like a preteen playing MMOs, but there's people who have done this to me in like text before. Mm -hmm. I think when a human being is exasperated or tired Mm -hmm. or stressed out, it's very natural to let out a sigh. Yeah. Nothing wrong with sighing. (laughs) You can, you can have a great day and just sigh. Nothing wrong with sighing. Right. There's something about when a human being puts into text, especially like when you put the asterisk on it to like mime out a sigh, that is so ludicrously passive aggressive in my brain that it makes me want to turn them inside out. I hate it. I don't know why. I feel like, I feel like a lot of the stuff between asterisk is, is cringy. (laughs) Cringy. Yeah. But this is, there's something about this that just is just pure rage from me. Uh huh. Was that a, did that happen to be a ex partner? No, no, no. That was like just generally people. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I think it started with MMOs where somebody would be like, healer, what build are you running? And I'm like, I'm I'm nine. I've got this. (laughs) And then they would type in sigh. I guess we'll just try. Uh And like, I would do great because I know how to play a healer and I know how to use this spell, this spell, this spell, and this spell. And are they the meta? No. But do I know how to use them? There we go. And yeah, no, it just, I I, I feel weird putting it out into the air because I feel feel like somebody's going to be like, I can text side a will. And you got to understand. You hear that, Texas? Yeah. It's just not fun. (laughs) It just makes me, just makes me miserable. I don't know why. We're in the deep ones now. What about saying sigh? Oh, that sucks too. Sigh. But that's like that's that's like theatrical child levels of dumb. Yeah. And at that point it becomes kind of camp. Yeah, I could accept somebody doing that to me in real life because then I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. It's like saying, oh bother. Yeah. yeah. But if you uh if I ever say something to you that you don't really vibe with and you just text me back, sigh, <laughs> you gotta understand I am screaming on the other end of this phone. <laughs> I'm gonna call you a bunch of times and then text just you text me stuff. sigh. <laughs> Holy shit! And answer my calls. Sigh. New roommate. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh man. All right. I hate the word artisanal <laughs> with the passion. Artisanal. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get into it. Will, yeah. Will Arnett uh, pointed this out, and I haven't been able to stop seeing it, and it keeps bugging me now that so many places are just co-opting the the word artisanal, yeah. and it means nothing anymore. It never really it means has. nothing anymore. If Subway sandwiches are artisanal, <laughs> nothing is artisanal. Do you understand? <laughs> it. I think. 
It's one of those questions where it's like, all right, well, what is art? Because <laughs> if I bring you to the museum and I say, look at the wall, mm -hmm. you see that painting? That's art. Uh, nobody's got a tough time with that. Mm -hmm. If I bring you to the diner and I point at the stool and I say, a human being designed that. See the sheen on the seat. <laughs> see the sparkle. See the metal and the way that it curves out at the bottom, both yeah. to support and to be aesthetic. Is that art? <laughs> on some level, everything's art. Everything designed by a person has the ability to be art innately just by being designed by a person i think that's kind of one of the rules yeah but i'm with you selling something as being artisanal then is it, stupid it implies that anyone involved in any level of subway is an artisan and that is not true well i mean it might be by title <laughs> maybe the graphic designers maybe for, for sure at that point but people like people who shoot their commercials but the machine that farts out that sugar loaf and the teenager <laughs> who's fucking nodding off putting it together is not an artisan it is not an artisanal goddamn sandwich i mean if it is then i can go out right now pick some rocks out of the yard and smash them together until i have artisanal gravel yeah exactly <laughs> exactly god all right hit me with another one will all right, this is this is the one that is the most prevalent and probably the one that grinds me up the baddest of just like, I mean, ultimately the answer to it is built into the frustration at least. Mm -hmm. Anytime I see a person or a group of people just block a path, Ugh. being at the mall, being mm -hmm. at the fair, being wherever, mm -hmm. and a group of people just full on stop, turn to each other and start talking. Yep. And then every person behind you looking at their phone, yeah, whatever, walks into your back or is now trying to pass you in the same lane, receiving mm -hmm. this information alongside you. And it's just like, mm -hmm. and you know, you it's... don't, there, this isn't the spot to be. Mm -hmm. Move four feet over and no one thinks twice about you today. Yeah. But right now, I have to think about everybody <laughs> else because we couldn't just go forward. This just right. goes back to the traffic thing of like, just be a little considerate and all of it works so much better yeah. but it, why is it so impossible I, I think it's worse when you're in the group that's doing that oh that, no i don't let my people do that's that that's yeah no i i i'm not rude about it or anything when uh, when i'm with people who do that like i'm just immediately like hey let's go over here because mm -hmm. like i'm i'm down to stop and talk mm -hmm. great let's come up with a plan let's not be in the thoroughfare we yeah. don't got to be dead center. This is the worst place to stand. It's why we were walking there. Yeah. It's because it's the walking way. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, you know I, I think it's like a Midwest thing too. I feel like there's just, there's just like a very Midwestern looking person in my mind who I always imagine doing this. Yeah. They always look kind of roughly the same regardless of age or gender. Yeah. It's just the same shape of a Midwesterner <laughs> just like. A group of them standing yeah. there, and this is this is where our uh, our tendency to say, "Just gonna squeeze by you here." And this ope. is where that oh yeah, ope, excuse me, just gonna sneak on by you. Yeah, here. ope is an essential phrase because yeah. nine times out of ten, when you are walking with a group of people, suddenly there will be a wall forming in front of you, yeah. and you will almost walk into it. <laughs> ope, let me sneak past your ignorant, inconsiderate yeah. ass. What the, are you doing? This is related when. People pile up at the bar and are all talking to each other around the bar. When people are seated at a bar and facing outwards, that oh, drives me crazy. Yes. That drives me crazy. Not so much anymore. Well, yeah. But when, I mean, like, if I'm at a bar, I'm already not drinking as fast as I want to be. <laughs> 
Fair enough. No, <laughs> yeah. So, like, having to just like sift through people or like, well, okay, yeah, I can't go to this entire side of the bar because there's five fucking stools and everybody's sitting there facing outwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. And the servers keep going over there because they're trying to figure out, oh, are you, was it me or right. was it that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, if, if you have something to do that doesn't involve moving and you're on a path, mm-hmm. finish it after you get off the path. <laughs> yeah. You can take a break and rejoin the path. Yep. It'll all be more efficient and still moving better without you there while you figure your shit out. My, uh, my mom... Tips for life. My mom does this by herself when she checks her phone. She she can't walk and look at her phone at the same time. Yeah. So there's been many times. I have a, a very vivid memory of me and my parents being at Target Field for a Twins game. And my dad, we were all walking together. My dad and I all of a sudden look back and my mom is, we can barely see her so far back through a sea of people looking at her phone. It's like, you can do both. Yeah. You could do both or go somewhere else and do the phone. It's also stressful for me too. Cause like I'm a real bobber and weaver. Mm-hmm. Like when a group does this oh, to me, yeah. I'll walk right through the middle of that group and just keep going. Cause like, it's y'all's fault. You're in the path. Yeah. But if I got, you know, an out-of-towner or someone who's not used to going to a show with yeah. me or, you know, whatever's going on where it's yeah. like, oh, shoot, I lost you three groups ago. Yep. That's that's a bummer. That's why I like going to the state fair with my dad because we, we got a freaky way of walking at the state fair. You cannot walk in a straight line there. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's tough when you're with other people and, like, you know, my dad and I, uh, like, you know, we have conversations, but there'll be periods of time where we're just getting from point A to point B. And if you're not stuck in a conversation with that person or or if you, you know, they don't know where they're going, it gets tough. But we could just fucking bob and weave all over the place, splitting up families. Yeah. You know, I I think I come from a lineage of bobbers and weavers. Mm-hmm. One of the, the scariest moments of my life. Well, like it was like a collective thing. So I think it was my mom's 40th birthday mm-hmm. and we went out to California to go to Disneyland mm-hmm. and. Her birthday coincidentally was also spring break. Mm-hmm. And so we went out there and it was like me who was preteen, mm-hmm. my mom and my grandma who is under five, five, she's a little lady. Yeah. Just a little gal and my dad and a few other family members. And then everybody who could get to the West coast and was college aged. Oof, that's so, a group. For yeah. Disney world. It was. Oh, slamming is absolutely packed yeah and at one point as we're walking around as a group somebody goes where's grandma no oh, no and <laughs> that's the last that you ever want to hear yeah and it's like we're all looking around <laughs> and it's like all right infinite sea of people shoulder to shoulder there's no gap anywhere mm-hmm. and she's the littlest person here mm-hmm. where is she and so it's like all right everybody group up wherever we were going does she know that well when was the last time anybody saw her we don't know mm-hmm and so we start looking around for, and at some point, she's just rejoined the group. <laughs> she's looking around for her with us. And it's like, where did you, where did where did you go? <laughs> yeah. And she says, "Oh, I went to the bathroom. Why didn't you tell any of us? Well, I didn't want to like distract or delay any of you. You're at Disney World. You get Shh. lost in a second. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, as a bobber, as a bobber and weaver of a woman." She made it. She walked away and she found us. She knew what she was doing. We weren't That's gonna be able to great. help nothing. Oh, good for grandma. I love that. Yeah, my you know, my dad's good at a lot of things, but I think the thing he is best at 
is fucking walking. <laughs> that man walks like a champion. I, we're, I'm going to have him on just to talk about walking. <laughs> the, the walking episode. The walking episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he's good. Ooh, I'll call it the walking dad. There we go. How about that? <laughs> Get excited for episode yeah. walking dad. Yeah. At airports in this country, they ain't seen nothing until they see my father walking in an airport. And they barely Ooh. see that straight through. Yeah. It, if if you're wondering if it's possible to walk faster than walking on the uh the move the magic carpet, the moving walkway. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. That man leaves burn marks where his shoes were. <laughs> All right. Well, since I was thinking about the bar, I have been getting annoyed with normal drinkers, specifically one person who I I don't want to name. Don't worry, it's not any of my friends. Um, but if my friends are listening, it's the one person that I know that really bugs me all the time. When normal drinkers try to like, like I'll be talking about alcoholism, and it'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, I go pretty hard too, man. I had a crazy night last night." It's like, cool, man. I had a a fucking crazy morning every morning for years. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I, are you trying to make me? feel better like it's not like it's not that bad like, this is not the kind of relatable we're looking for yeah yeah I, it's people act like it's oh man you just went too hard huh <laughs> radical like no <gasps> that's, there's nothing radical about it no uh, there's nothing radical about you doing it <laughs> uh but yeah it's just like kind of the rare instances where i'm opening up with someone that i'm you know not overly close to and they take that as we're sharing drinking stories yeah you know like that's that's not what i was talking about when i told you that i went to rehab or i just i i don't drink anymore you know yeah there's there's the difference between the solidarity war story and the haha drinking story yeah like if if i told you like i was a heroin addict you would be like, oh, I got some crazy stories too, man. All, we all been there. I was just shooting like, up last night. It was yeah, wild. It was I wild. bet you had too much, man. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. No. All right. I just have one more if you're all done. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've spoken my piece. I've, okay. gotten, I've gotten my hater side <laughs> rolling. Good. I hate the happy birthday song with a passion. I hate singing happy birthday to people. I hate being sung happy birthday to. I hate being in the room when other people are singing happy birthday. It you is know what? Yeah. So goddamn uncomfortable. I never, ever want anybody to sing happy birthday to me. I wasn't, I had never really <laughs> thought about this that hard, but no, I'm, I'm 100% ready to subscribe to this right now. 100%. Fuck happy birthday. Yeah. And I don't like doing it to other people too. No. I, it makes everybody uncomfortable. I was just listening to something with uh, Kristen Bell because she has she has like the perfect tempo for happy birth for the happy birthday song to make it like go really fast because okay. she hates it, too. So like she'll she would like interrupt people be like, no, no, no let's get on this tempo because <laughs> everyone starts out fucking happy birthday. And then you have to follow that goddamn slow ass tempo the whole time. See, my family's tradition is to sing it as absolutely as horrifically as possible. Oh. No, that's the only saving grace of it. Because like, I, the second you started talking about it, I was like, when is the only time I've ever felt happy birthday being sung and not been uncomfortable? And it's like, when it's the other room at a restaurant. Yeah. 
that's about the one time it's fun. Otherwise, with my family, it's like happy, Ugh. and then like everyone else is on like different words and yeah. notes, and that's Good. that's Grandma's fun in its own way. But that's <laughs> we're just shitting on it at that point, and that's the point. Grandma's not gonna make it through the end of this song, guys. <laughs> Speed this up. Nah, she good. <laughs> she getting yeah, lost if, at Disneyland. Uh, yeah, if if my uh, if my grandchildren or great grandchildren ever find this, and if I'm old and senile and I'm just blinking a bunch when you're singing "Happy Birthday" to me when I'm fucking a hundred, that means put a bullet in my head, please. Yeah, they'll just look at you and go, "Oh, sigh." Oh, look at people. People look my, like they're crying. My ghost will come out of the fireplace. People who's crying, tears of joy. Happy birthday. Let's sing it again. <laughs> for people. No! This is why I'm not having kids. I will continue to be the youngest person in my family. <laughs> I, well, I guess I guess my sister has kids. Uh, there, there's some real psychological considerations to the bloodline dies with me so that we can stop singing happy birthday. <laughs> There's some... There won't be any happy birthdays in my family tree. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. No, <laughs> uh, if you wanna if you wanna wish me a happy birthday, just come give me a hug and say happy birthday. Yeah. That means more to me than every happy birthday song I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah, and quit it with the candles too. I don't I don't like cake. Fun fact. I it's been so long since I've had cake. I could really tear up a piece of birthday cake right now. But I'm going to have one and be good for the next four years again. Yeah, it's all the frosting. You know what? I love you know frosting. What my problem is they always have cake. They never have milk. Yeah. I feel like I could really wash down some cake with some milk. They go great together. They really do. Yeah. You can dip cake in milk. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You get all kinds of freaky with milk. It's been fun having a roommate who also really likes milk. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, the Midwest thing in us is... Uh, yeah, we're milk drinkers up here, and we're, yeah. we're we're not even kind of ashamed about it. And we don't even know why we would be. You can take the alcohol away, but you can't stop me from standing by the light of the fridge with my shirt off, drinking a gallon of milk. Can't tell you how many <laughs> times. In the morning. Yeah, I roll up about eleven thirty. Mm, need a glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, it only gets better as the day goes on. And it's a great way to open the morning. It really is. Bowl of cereal. Oh. But see, we got some differences. You're you're a two percent gal. I'm a I'm a skimmer. And there is a level in my heart that wants to say, I mean, you might as well just not drink milk. But that's not that's so not true. People, say lo I'm losing like the water. I'm losing the milk. Yeah, it does. I'm losing the milk war enough either way. Why is two percent not not good? No, no. I just mean like I would rather ally with the skim milk drinkers at this point mm. than say that we need to remove them. It's a uh, if you have to pick, you you got to get rid of one: whole milk or skim milk. Oh, skim. Oh, I like whole just fine. Whole's whole like is like drinking a stick of butter. Okay, so we got skim, which is like point two percent. You got one percent, two percent, and then whole is three point five usually. Mm. Like it's not like it's like a hundred percent. No, if it, it's a, if it's two percent milk. What's the other 98? <laughs> I will say this. In my life, I have had somebody that I lived with where I was like, I can't believe you drink skim milk. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was just like, start drinking my 2%. No, and I've... they quit drinking skim. They will never go back. They like they I've got tried. skim milk later and they were like, I can't believe I used to drink this. And it's like, yeah, why would you pay for the worst version of water? 
it tastes different than water. It tastes like milk. It's and it's it's and one of those things of I like I don't like the consistency of fucking two percent. It makes I, me feel like if I if I was if I was in an inner tube, Will, and I drank a glass of two percent milk, I would sink. That's what it makes me feel like. If I gave you an unsalted Lay's potato chip and an unsalted Pringles chip, and you sat on the floor and you just sucked on them, I know you could tell me they're different. Yeah. But skim milk and water are close enough. That's not true. It's just an unseasoned chip. It's You're... just barely colored Ew, liquid. So you, so 2% is seasoned milk? 2% is milk. <clears throat> skim is not milk. I'm not... I'm not calling 2% not milk. I don't know why you're ta- oh, attacking you me can. calling skim not milk. I'm not attacking you. Yeah, you are. I forgot you're coming you, I, after my I skim. I forgot you were fiercely skim milk. <laughs> They're a sponsor of the show. What are you doing? I thought Skittles was our sponsor oh, now. Oh, it's Skimmels. <laughs> Skimmels, oh no. <laughs> no, I, yeah. If, if I, Everyone always... I, I think whole milk is gross, but... I am the only person that I've ever been known who has been told that what they drink, their milk, is not milk. <laughs> yeah, that's because nobody else drinks skim milk. I bet there's so many people out there that are really having a hard time with how we say milk. Milk. I say milk. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I say it with an E. Bagel. 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 Milk, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hope no one. That was probably activating some some uh, pet peeves right there. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. I didn't even think about this episode being pet peeves for people. What if late night lobotomies is people's pet peeve? Yeah. Do you ever just listen to this for the sake of getting mad? Please tell us if so. I would love to give you like a mastercraft Taylor's episode just for you to oh, get mad you're the about. Perfect person to create content that would be infuriating. How do I have the hardest time saying that word? Worcestershire. Now I'm just going to eat a fruit roll-up for you and then tell you a story I've told you twice before. And then I'm just going to start sniffing a bunch. And I was not going to edit Ugh. anything out other than the pauses in between. Yeah, the recording for this is going to end up being a lot longer than the actual episode. Because a good five minutes of it is Will chewing a fruit roll from Halloween in the most disgusting <laughs> way possible. Check our Patreon. Yeah. If if you think it's bad through headphones, try unedited, raw, straight into the ear. Raw Sarlacc. Raw Sarlacc. Boy, we talk about Star Wars a lot, huh? It, it, every time I look at your body, I'm presented with images <laughs> of the content, yeah. <laughs> Good. Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Many times. Great. Great. I'm a Jedi, so I won't tell you. <laughs> you couldn't. They wouldn't teach that to people like you. <laughs> All right, well, that's... Honestly, probably a short list of all the the things that bug us out in the world, but uh, we'll continue to report on new ones that pop up. As... Fact check, more things that bug yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Between then and now, there'll be a lot more, I'm sure. Will, do you have any advice for the listeners this week? Advice for the listeners this week. Let the week end. Next week, you'll have better advice. Nice. Great. I love it. What if you're not here next week? you'll get better advice that's what i said (laughs) my advice let your pet peeves just be pet peeves i know it gets frustrating when they build up right but if the word artisanal ruined my day i would never have a good day because i am presented with it gotta keep those days artisanal you gotta find a way to laugh about them (laughs) do that
<laughs> exactly. See, now you're not mad about artisanal. Nope. <laughs> uh, take some deep breaths, let it pass, and if those pet peeves really just make your day that unlivable, check out a DBT program near you. Yeah. Helped for me. Every American citizen should go through DBT as part of graduating high school. I fully agree. Yeah. I fully I think that should be a year of high school. <laughs> yeah, at least. That's our pre-college. We got some good ideas. Yeah. We really do. Thanks for joining us and getting angry right alongside us this week, folks. We are going to be back in your ear holes next week, same time, same place. Fridays on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. This show is always free, but if you want to support the hard work we do here, check out patreon.com slash late night lobotomies. Check us out on Instagram at late night lobotomies and me personally at etryon77. DM us with some topics you want us to cover. We would love to hear that. Or just to say, yoo-hoo, hello, Mr. Bigfoot. Skookums. Skookums. Skarsgards. Skarsgards, skookums. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody. Have a groovy night. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs>